Praise God. So, let your right hand. I wanted to pray that God will grant you understanding of His Word right now as it comes. I want you to pray about God grants you understanding. Bible says that the eyes of your understanding will be flooded with light. Father, we are granted understanding of the word. I said the entrance of thy word give it light and it gives understanding to the simple. Father, we receive understanding of your word in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, as the word is being shared, Lord, we receive understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, understanding comes to us be able to utilize what we learn in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Now, this topic is so... This topic is so important. Uh, it's so important because everything in the physical that you see today is a product of what has gone on in the spirit. The spiritual realm is not a trivial topic. There are men who are walking dead. In the spirit, they are dead. In the physical, they are still walking. And people will know that they are actually walking dead. If God ever opens your eyes to see how you are walking with people and you are living with people and these people are, when you look at them spiritually, I, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever asked yourself, how do I look spiritually? How do I look? When you come face to face with your, your real personality in the spirit, let me give you one, um, one, should I say, of the realm of the spirit. Something that goes on in the realm of the spirit. For example, in the realm of the spirit, what is your height? You ever question things like that? Or do you think everything is everything? Because your physical height, listen now, your physical height is a result of most of the time genetics. Your mother was short, your dad was short, so you became short. Your mom was tall, and so you became tall. So it can't be the reality in the spiritual, because in the spiritual, your mother and your father don't have any rules of living with you. So do you question things like that? Let's ask questions. Let's ask questions. Don't just think everything is everything. So have you ever heard people say that they saw an angel and it was really tall? Have you ever heard it? So what, what I can say is that this is it. This is how height is being in the spirit. Is height important? Yes. That's why I made us pray about understanding because God is lost. God is restraining. 
I just want to comment on this, and this is not my original thing, so. Um, okay, let me comment on this one. <laughs> okay, no, no, this one. Let me go. You know what he's saying about there? He's saying, there's one. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. So, number one, some people think. Every girl is supposed to be submissive to every man she needs, nothing to say. So, he qualified her to your own husband. Like I saw one, like, that's the scenario on Facebook. I think they were both like, driving and you know, there can be issues and someone has gone to, you know, person, you are not person, you are not being successful with you, you know, then the woman said, what is wrong with you? The man comes out with this car, I'm a man, don't talk to me like that. Uh, all right, so this sense of entitlement that I'm a man you need to respect for, not necessary. It doesn't mean you rude, but I mean, your subjection is not to every man, it's to your own husband. Thank you. <laughs> your own husband says that if any obey not the word, that's what about why be subject. Uh, be, be subjecting to your own husband, not boyfriend, okay? Right. That in, is that, that if any obey not the word, that means if your husband is not obeying the word of God or your husband is not saved, he says, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. What is he saying? He's saying, don't say, I will marry the man, then pray for him to change. Because you will not be able to use prayer and the word of God to change him. He says, don't say that. You know, there's some, sometimes when ladies hit the so-called expiry date, when they hit that particular session of their life, anything goes. Just, you just have, you have a ring, you want to marry, just... Not because they really love the guy, but to escape the shame of not being married. I know a lady who left her area because she has to go to a new area because all her friends are married and she's not married. So she doesn't want to keep seeing them and keep feeling like, I'm not married. Alright, so she moves to another area. She just put unnecessary pressure on herself. Now, the scripture is saying that if your husband does not so, make up your mind that if you're going to marry someone who doesn't like God, make up your mind that it is not, you're not going to marry him and start praying for him to change in the marriage. He said, in that marriage, you will now use your manner of life. The word conversation that means manner of life. He said, so that you, without the word, that means you cannot use spiritual elements to not change the man. Be warned by the conversation of the wives. That means, now your manner of life is what you can use to change the man. So never marry a man and say, he's, you know, some people say, even some guys outside there are better than those in church. That's the devil talking. He has a very good heart. He has a very good heart. He has a very good heart. Let me explain something. When you, you, you marry a man or you are with a man or a woman who does not have the Holy Spirit, you know what you, you don't, you know what you're losing there, what you don't have there? What you don't have there is the ability 
for God. Because there's something about a man or a woman with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can arrest them at any point in time. So even if you are in the wrong thing, you know that you can pray and the Holy Spirit can make an intervention. But when you are with somebody who even has a so-called good heart, what the Bible says about man's heart, it said man's heart is def- desperately wicked. It's only a matter of time. What will bring out the wickedness of his heart will come. So in the beginning, he can have a very good heart and show you very good, you know, things. They say, ah, he's even better than a lot of the boys in church, a lot of the men in church. He's even better. No problem. As you keep going on, and another kind of man that you should avoid is a man without a mentor, a man without a father, when he's the lord of the house, and he cannot be be referred to anyone. Be very careful of that kind of man, because he is not a worthy head. Alright, it's not. Right. You know, we are not marrying. Okay, verse two. <laughs> I'm preaching, man. He said, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. You know, I'm preaching this thing, but girls are still stubborn. You say it, say it, say it, say it. They will arrive at the situation and still follow their heart. <laughs> you know, I've seen it before. As a leader, that's why I stopped commenting on relationships. As a leader, as a fellowship leader, you will see a girl going to date a certain guy. You know the guy. You will tell the girl, don't go there. Don't go here. You will tell the girl. You will use scripture. Say, free. <laughs> By the time you realize, they've made a fool out of you. A girl can follow you, say, you're my pastor, you're my mentor, you, you, you're, you're, say, you're my everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> At your birthday, sir, if I didn't meet you, I don't know what will happen to my life. Let a man come and let her point out with a man and you try to make a comment and see. She will tell you, every church is a church. I can go to any church. <laughs> it's the same God everywhere. The same Holy Spirit. We can all speak in tongues. Why? Is it because you think you're a pastor so you come to control people's lives? I love him. I love him and nothing can change it. I think I'm preaching now. Because you know me, I've seen it too. So when a lady said, Ah, I sat down with one young lady like that, I knew the guy. I knew the guy. I knew that this guy, if you baby, you join the queue, you are number something. I sat down and I chose to sell out. I sold out, I sold out, I sold out. By the time I realized, everything I said has been broadcasted to the guy. Said everything without leaving anything out. <laughs> I said me. I told myself that I said me. Make a comment on a relationship. Because I said, please, what do you think about me? I don't think anything. <laughs> the, now, let's go to the, the main case. He said, who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair. Now he's talking about the wives. He said, and of wearing of gold or putting on of apparel, verse 4. He says, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which in the sight of God is of great price. Now look at this. 
I brought this out not to really talk about um, the women per se, but it's giving us an idea of something spiritual. He says, your your beauty. He said, don't let it be of the 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 adorning of the apparels and and ornaments. He said, but let it be of the hidden man of the hearts. Then he says, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which in the sight of God of great, is a great price. Okay, he's trying to tell you that in the physical, if you put on chain, you put on earring. In the spiritual, there's a chain and earring to put on. So he says that in this, he said this particular ornament, which is a meek and quiet spirit, he said in the sight of God, it's of a great price. So what we wear, the edges, the 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 Rolex. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The polo. What again? The braids. The makeup, Victoria's Secret. <laughs> he said, he said those things, he said those ones are not in the sight of God of a great price, no matter the price they are on earth. He says, but in the spirit, there are things that you put on to look beautiful. And he says, those things that you put on in the spirit to look beautiful, he said, those things, he said, in the sight of God are of a great price. Now, be concerned how God sees you. Be concerned how you look. I'll ask you a question. Do you know how you look spiritually? In the physical, maybe every girl is doing over you. Maybe in the physical, every, every guy is calling you. All car, sorts of cars are stopping for you. But how does God to see you? That matters too. So, in the matter of the spirit, now, there are things like faith that we've talked about. We talk about prayer. I've talked about chanting. These are the noisy parts of your spiritual life. These are the noisy parts. The part that we can talk about. Say, oh, this guy. Like, for example, just a second. Maybe you can say that this guy is really spiritual. When you come to church, this guy, he's standing on one path. He's praying, praying. You know, some people have prayer skills. Some put one hand on one ear. Then you've, you've come and you say, that, I, I, I want a godly man, a God-fearing man. You see that guy, you know, looking thick tall, but his hand is on his ear. Some put two hands. And you look at that, this is, has no material 20 yards. Then other other men, or some too, you know, I, I've been in different prayer meetings, so I know what I'm talking about. Some of them put their hand on their waist. It's not a joke. How your man Some even use the prayer to sing so You know what I'm talking about? I think some field they, they destroyed that field, right? But those times, man, all our campus, four guys. Everybody has his rhythm. Then you might be a lady among them. I remember on campus it was four guys and one lady. As they were doing, ayo, ayo. Then there was one lady, a part of them. Her voice was different. So it's like, ayo, ayo, ayo. Oh, 
result. So, as you know, those kind of things are going on. You are looking at the guy and say, This is a spiritual guy. The first day I walked into Christ's embassy, the first day I walked into Christ's embassy, I said, God, what is this? Because I saw how women were standing. Because most of the churches I've been to, women don't really pray in tongues. It's only when spirits come upon them. Mama, 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 It's usually the guys who are praying. Lord, tolo boy, the ladies are just. But when it comes, deliverance. So I've never seen it. But when I entered Christmas, somebody, one lady, I put a hand. God, I said, hey. You know what I said to them? I said, I saw her bunny, bunny in here. <laughs> because I, 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 I was seeing it, one lady had just held the door. Walk, walk, walk. I'm not joking. Because, ah, if, if you enter some of our very coded prayer meetings, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. In church, we try to look so good and pray a local brochure. No, our prayer meetings. See, while somebody in the corner somewhere, like, oh, somebody banging the door. Come on. Praying, 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 speaking in tongues, but as a cat, spiritual, spiritually. Paul said, He said, If I pray with tongues of men and tongues of angels, he said, He said, I am like a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Those things don't measure you in the spirit. Your, your, how you look spiritually has nothing to do with how long you pray. So when you say, I'm looking for a spiritual man, don't be looking at prayer. Or how long he can pray with you. And some two are deceived by how the, the guy is quoting scriptures. You know, when I saw you, I remembered how Jacob met Leah. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 18 that when Jacob saw, Oi! listen, no wonder Solomon had to, you know, vibes up. Solomon had to search thousand women, you know, he had not yet seen you. You have stolen the vibe. It's a very serious vibe. <laughs> Praise God. So, I thought on sacrifice. I thought on prayer. The things to do in prayer. I thought on so many of those things. In the matters of the spirit. But these are what we call spiritual virtues. They are higher. Spiritual virtues are not the things that come to you just, you know, um, for example, let say say it's a spiritual virtue. Um, it's something sometimes you have to work with or work on. Take for example, Saul went to deliver a sacrifice to God. When he delivered a sacrifice to God, it was a sacrifice. Someone comes to Saul and tells him, he said to obey is better than to sacrifice. 
There are things, that, those things are quiet. But, like I said, he said, in the sight of God, they are of a great price. Those things are quiet. But in the sight of God, they are of a great price. Spiritual virtues. You can activate your faith. No, Paul said, he said, even if I give my body to be burned and have not love. No, look at it. He said, even if I give my body to be burned, that means there are some people who can even give. And yet it still does not make any sound in heaven. He said to, do you know what it means to say, even if I give my body to be burned? Because truly, some people actually give for sure. Spiritual virtues. What are some of these spiritual virtues? Now, these spiritual virtues we are talking about here, they are the things that either attract devils or demons. Now, since I've been taking the, the topics, matters of the spirit, I've been explaining a few things about angels and explaining a little about demonic activity. I think on the very first day I did explain a few of that. I explained a little about that. Listen, these things either attract demons or attract angels and the things of God. Let me give you for example. There was a time Jesus Christ um, uh, made a miracle happen. When a miracle happened, the people, the Pharisees said, Jesus, you are casting out devils by the, uh, the, the, the prince of devils, Beelzebub. Now, I want to explain something about Beelzebub. He said, you are casting out by the prince of devils, I mean the, the, the head of the devils, of the demonic acts. He said, they, they called him Beelzebub. Beelzebub, the, the, the name Beelzebub is a Hebrew word, which means lord of flies. The lord of the flies, like house flies. Why? Because demons behave like flies. Are you getting it? Demons, their modus operandi is like flies. Let's use house, house fly for example. He sees, house fly sees dung from, be, from afar. Immediately, house fly is going toward that direction. Are you getting it? Gets there, picks something from there, and starts using it to affect. Things here from there, start using it to affect. So, there are things that attract demons into your life. The same way, there are things that attract, for example, David said, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Are you getting it? Before he said, goodness and mercy shall follow me, he said, thou anointed my head with oil. The anointing Causes goodness and mercy to be following you. The same way there are other things that happen to you in the spirit on the other side that causes demons to be attracted to you. So the Beelzebub, the Lord of Flies, goes toward dung in people's life. So most of the time, what the devil does, because the devil should not be able to attack a Christian. This is my, my, the, the choice of my words. The devil should not be able to attack a Christian. But sometimes he's able to attack a Christian. How? By dropping 
incidents, like Jesus Christ said, offenses will come. Dropping incidents that will make you generate gang, then you attract demons. Because these are spiritual, you know, uh, uh, virtues. They are values. They are like the ornaments that you put on. They are like the makeup that you put on. In the spirit, you are, you, you, how you look in the spirit is a consummation of your spiritual virtues. Prayer plays no role. Is that otherwise you are like a clanging That means in the spirit you are just noisy. You are speaking in tongues. You are, you are going to church all the time, but you are in the spirit, you are just noisy. Why? Because you are not paying attention to the things that are virtues. Mark 11. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Continue. The classical fake message Jesus is teaching here. This one of the classical fake messages explain everything. Oh, go, go back to 23. This classical faith message. He said, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. I mean, he's talking about mountain, removing a mountain. He says, And be thou cast into the sea. He said, And shall not doubt in his heart, he, but shall believe things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Classical faith message. Removing of mountain. Powerful. Jesus Christ is teaching a powerful topic. Removing of mountain. Continue. He said, therefore I say unto you, that what things soever you desire, <laughs> remember when I preached on this, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Classical faith message, verse 25. Jesus Christ is explaining on this. And when you stand praying, forgive. After the classical faith message, you know sometimes we speak in additions, we forget that sometimes some subtractions make us never get the equation. You have, you have, you know, you are acting your faith. For example, it's like, it's like, um, having a hole under a bag. Maybe three holes, there are like three or four holes. Then you put under a tap. You want to fill the bag with water. You, you put it on, and the tap is actually flowing. It's flowing, you're not aware. But then you realize this thing never gets full. You're wondering why this thing never gets full. What you're not aware is that there are holes under the bag. You don't realize there are holes under the bag. Jesus Christ, after teaching a classical faith message, now begins to um, explain certain things that don't make your faith work. There are things that draw your, you back in the spirit. There are things that draw you back in the spirit. He said, and when you stand praying, forgive. Do you know that? Do you know that? I thought I was never going to say this, but I'll say it. I know that the, the, the ladies might start feeling big, but that's the truth. Do you know that? The Bible actually says that a man's prayer can be hindered if he mistreats the wife. Let me show you. First Peter chapter 3. 
who were there. Verse 9. Okay, verse 7. Verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. There's something about, let me explain. I used to have a band, a music band. Okay, I used to have a music band. And it was an all boys band because naturally I don't really like working with women. I used to not like working with women. Because now I actually, God had to talk to me. Because I thought they were too whiny, they too many issues. I didn't want all those things. Boys, boys, we go bang, 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 bang. We play the same thing. We go, we back ourselves, we go back. Like, no. <laughs> no, nyama, nyama. Like, no. No, it's not like this one in the band doesn't like me. And I, the, the way he has been looking at me, I don't like, I don't. Boys, 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 we will fight. Ten minutes later, we are eating together. Boys, boys. So, I didn't like working with women. So, I was not seeing the, the, the value of it. God had to show me some things through the scriptures. Women have a certain emotional wealth that can either be beneficial to you or destroy you. Sometimes they don't even know. What? Do you know that a lot of us got born again because our mothers were praying? There is something about the intercession of a woman. It is biblically proven. He said that if you if you don't give honor to your wife, he said your prayers can be hindered. That means you can pray and pray and pray. Just that little act in the spirit that you did not do giving honor unto your wife. He said your prayers can be hindered. So if this can hinder your prayers, there are certain things that can hinder your prayer. There's something that can hinder your faith. People are sick because of some of these things. I've, I've approached people to, to I pray to pray for people like someone who come for it. Then I, I, there was a man, a very rich man. He has a big office around virtual sounds. Okay. Now he he was sick of diabetes till his leg was actually amputated. And it kept going up. Like that means the leg will be removed again, you know. So he sent for my, my biological dad. My biological dad has this amazing healing gift. So they sent for him. And my biological dad really wanted a man to be healed. So he also knows that Mr. Michelle also, he called me. He called me. He was like, let's go. So combine forces. So me and my dad, just there, there you know, two men of God were ushering ourselves. You know, you know, we entered the man's office and my dad started praying. As he started praying, the Lord spoke to me. He said, I should ask the man who hurt him in 1979. I, I, I waited. I didn't want to say it. But my dad was praying. And I asked the man first of all, have pastors prayed for you? He said, many. I said, I now know why. I asked him, I said, have pastors prayed for you? He said, many. I said, oh, oh, oh. And I asked him, who hurt you in 1979? 
the man likes talking, so before he said it, we're all tired. But, <laughs> hmm. Like he went to one orphanage, and he went, and him, he asked me to two to four. He's a very rich mother. He asked me to two to four before he arrived at 1979. Story, we're all tired. But the key thing was he brought out the thing. He was holding a crutch against a certain woman, and the woman was dead. In this service, I'm not so sure if it's this service or it will be the second service, but I'll mention it because the Lord said it to me. There's someone here, you're a lady. When you were younger, you were raped by somebody who is close to your parents. You've not told anyone. But you hate the man. It has made you hate the man. Your life is in confusion because of that. Before we close, I will let all of us pray. Anybody we've not forgiven, we will have to release that person. Listen to this thing that I'm saying. It looks really like you, the person doesn't deserve to be forgiven. So you hate your dad. Sometimes Father's Day is the day a lot of people cry. You know, I'm taking time to talk about some of these things because I want us to change the narrative. I want to, we want to see better fathers tomorrow. Some of you, you hate your, your because your biological dad left your mom, and because that you hate him when you see him, and when someone tells you like, maybe on your wedding day he he will come for you. Hey! On your wedding day, he will present you. Hey, you shouldn't even come close. You shouldn't even come close. There are stories I could tell you. There are many stories I could tell you. Maybe it looks difficult. You find it so difficult to forgive the person. I want to explain something to you. The Bible talks about gifts of the Spirit. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, speaking speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues. Those ones are the noisy ones. And those are gifts, actually gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yet in Galatians chapter 5, the Bible talks about fruits of the Spirit. Now, I want to co- correct this thing doctrinally. A lot of people say that fruit of the, of the Spirit is fruit of the Holy Spirit. No, the Holy Spirit does not bear fruit. It's not fruit of the Holy Spirit. I would say it is fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's not fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not bear fruit. Because in John chapter 15, Jesus Christ said, I am the, I am the uh, vine. Ye are the branches. Fruits grow on the branches. Galatians chapter 5. Okay. He says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Now, I want to explain something about the fruit of the Spirit. It is not fruits of the Spirit. Because some people say, by their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruit, And if they are talking about this, it's not true. By their fruits, that is with an S. It's talking about by their results. Over here, all this is about to mention is all one fruit. 
What's he trying to say? You cannot have one without having the other. Okay, before we come here, Romans chapter 5. Verse 5. He said, And hope maketh not a sin, because the love of God is set abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. You know what he's trying to say? He's saying that you were already born with the nature of love. When you got born again, love was inside you. He said the love of God is set above. So it is impossible for you not to love somebody. Jesus inspires me. I mean, to be beaten like this. And you had the opportunity to talk. And what you said was, Father, forgive them. Think about it. Think. <laughs> No, I can't imagine myself. Because even as a man of God, sometimes when people can misbehave, you feel like cursing them with thunder and lightning. <laughs> oh, there was a time, there was a day, James was um, and, and John were with Jesus Christ and they were going. And the people who disrespected Jesus, Jesus Christ, the maker of all things, they disrespected Jesus Christ. Then James said, Master, call down fire. Thunder said, like Elijah called the bears to come and eat the children. He said, call it down, destroy these people. Jesus Christ said, you don't know the spirit that you are of. Over there, over there, Jesus disapproved what Elijah did. Say, you don't know the spirit. Because sometimes, for example, in the area of people telling lies about you, you can hear some lies and you feel like, Father, in the name of Jesus, anybody who lie against me, Lord, let them die in the afternoon. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Truly, truly, truly. Because the anointing does not have intelligence, it's like power. Power does not understand who is the head of ECG. If it touches wrongly, like, no, I'm the head of ECG. I was appointed yesterday. Then you touch live wire. You will know. You will know who is the real head of ECG. Paul does not have So, So, the anointing of a man of God can just automatically work against you. Pay his anger at that time. So, Jesus, seeing that, at the point in time that this thing happens to you, that you feel like cursing, like maybe you are you a lady and you've heard about ladies have a certain emotional wealth that can go against like, hey, I'm going for all the guys who have broken my heart. I'm going to, you know, the guys broke my heart. Do you know that there are some ladies when you break their heart, you're in trouble? They will not even use the name of Jesus. That will keep long. <laughs> I, I've seen it before. One lady went to sleep on the road, Skota, putting her back on the road. I'm not joking, no. I've seen it before. Put your bottles on the floor. Hey, oh no, you're that. Oh no, you're that. Block egg. Hey. Heartbreak. It must be very painful. Sometimes I don't blame them. Because I don't blame them. I don't blame them. How the bad shows is here. It's in First Corinthians chapter twelve, right? That Paul talked about the gifts of the spirit, right? Okay, go to First Corinthians chapter twelve, the the last verse.
Jesus said something. He said, now I want you to bear in mind that the, the things or, or the, the verse of the scripture, which was not originally written in chapters and verses. It was not originally written in chapters and verses. Paul wrote this letter. It is later that they put it in million and pencil and put it in chapters and verses so that it will help us to understand. Do you understand? Okay, so it says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. He's talking about gifts of the spirit. He said, covet earnestly, desire earnestly the best gifts. Then he adds something. He said, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Verse 13, chapter 13. Though I speak with tongues of men. He said, a more excellent way of the gifts is love. I see it. I see it. There are some people who are who are at Atria Mountains praying. The day I went to Atria Mountains, I, I nearly resigned as a man of God. God, I saw, I, I thought I can pray. As I was praying, 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 One guy was dead, like a monk. Praying, praying, praying. He prayed. I slept. I woke up. He was still praying. I slept. I woke up. He was still praying. I said, this thing is not for me. I'm going to go. <laughs> And the guy has been there for long. Yet, yet, some of the things that God does with me, some of them are still yet to catch a glimpse of it. Because it is not by trying to heckle God for gifts. God knows your heart. Bible says, Jesus Christ saw the people and he had compassion on them and healed them. So it is love that moved into action. Anytime love is in motion, God is there. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5 is 22. He said, But the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, I want to prove to you that it's not fruit of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes some people are like, No, this, this man is saying something, I don't know, fruit of the Holy Spirit. No, it's fruit of the human spirit. You are recreated human spirit. When you got born again, human spirit, this is a fruit of it. It's a product. Let me explain how. He said, but the fruit of the spirit. Now, because sometimes King James um, makes it confusing because when you see capital S, it's Holy Spirit. Small s is human spirit. So sometimes when you see this, I'm like, no, this fruit of the Holy Spirit. We have to use the context to know whether it is Holy Spirit or human spirit. So, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Go ahead. Meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Go ahead. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with their affections and lusts. Go ahead. If we live in the spirit, let us walk. Let us also walk in the spirit. I see it. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Go ahead. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Go ahead. Okay, go back to chapter five, verse. Start from verse seventeen. You just have to go back, yeah. For the flesh, last against the spirit. Now, look at the, 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 the comparison he's making there. We're using the context to know. He said, for the flesh, last against the spirit. Now, your flesh is not compared with the Holy Spirit. Your flesh is compared with your spirit. Are you getting it? So, the comparison there is, 
For the flesh lasted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. Like Jesus Christ said, he said, the spirit is willing, but the, fl- the, the flesh is weak. You understand? So the comparison is your flesh and your spirit. So go back to verse uh, 22. So you can see over there, like, it's comparison between the flesh and the spirit. He said, but the fruit of the spirit is love. That means, this is a product of your spirit. It is, you cannot say, I, I, I cannot love this person. It's not, in, it's not possible. Let me tell you something. Even in the area of, the, they say there are different kinds of love, like there's erroneous love, there's this, uh, not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Every Christian has the ability to have this agape. Unconditional love. You can forgive anybody. You can love anybody. After I preached this, I, I, I gave a, a little snippet of it last week. I was tested in love this week. And the love test, you never finish it. You'll be tested again. Someone will, will offend, offend so much that you feel like you have to slap the person. But Jesus Christ said, you don't know the spirit that you are of. Relax. Calm down. Sometimes, maybe you're, you're from a family where your dad beats your mom. Sometimes you feel like strangling him. And you tell yourself, when I grow up, I will show this man. But God said, love. God said love. Why? Because it can hinder your prayer. This person, when you stand to pray, after preaching a powerful message on faith, he said, when you stand to pray, forgive. Why? Because if you don't forgive, your prayer cannot be answered. There are sicknesses that creep into people's lives because of bitterness and unforgiveness. The fruit of the spirit, that means this is in your spirit. This ornament of love, listen now, this ornament of love in the sight of God is of a great price. When God sees someone who loves, he sees someone he can work with. He said, by this do we know that we have passed from death to life. He said, when we love the brethren. Quickly, I want to show you a few things on expressing your love. Number one, your love. Number one is love God. What to love? Number one, love God. A man came to Jesus Christ. Bible calls him a rich young ruler. He came to Jesus Christ and said, Master, what do I do to inherit eternal life? Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Then Jesus answered him. And he answering said, Jesus was answering now. He said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind. Oh. Let's, let's break it down. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Then too, with all thy soul, that is emotions, 
The heart is inside. You know, I love God in my heart. Then he says, apart from loving in your heart, involve God in your emotions. Learn, let me tell you something. When I was teaching on intimacy, I was, I was, I was, I was, it's, a, it's a great thing. Intimacy with God is a great thing. Don't miss the opportunity to be intimate with God. You, sometimes you want to know how to go about it. I've taught you, just be on your own. One of the fastest ways to connect, like for example, to connect, if I want to charge my, my, my phone, I just plug the, the charger into. One of the fastest ways to connect to divinity, to divinity is lifting your hands. Fastest way. Immediately you make a connection. It's like plugging a phone, plugging the, the, the charger. When you lift your hand. He said, I want that all men will lift holy hands. That will cause a holy hand. That will cause the beauty of holiness. When we lift our hand, it is the beauty of holiness. When you lift your hand, whether you, you, you know, people know you to be crefe or not. No, this is not about being crefe or not. This is learning how to be intimate with God. He said, with all your soul. He said, with all thy strength. That means, apart from loving him with your intimacy, loving him intimately, singing worship, and loving God, and praying and crying, he said, your strength should also be involved. What's your strength? Carrying yourself to do things that please God. For example, he said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. You cannot love God and stay home on a Sunday. It's a contrast. It doesn't work. Anybody who preaches to you anything that suggests that you can have church at home, he should show up the church that he has been successfully able to have at home. Because when we come to church, it's not just about coming to listen to the word of God, because we can play that at home. There's something that happens when we come to sit together, even without us uttering a word. When we sit together like this, something goes on in the spirit. It's called the fellowship of the brethren. That says that that which every joint supplies, he has a grace that you don't have. I have a grace that you don't have. When we come together, we share. That's why certain prayers or certain miracles happen in church that they don't happen at home. Because over here, we begin to meddle with our graces. That's why sometimes I tell you, give somebody a high five. Because you don't understand. Everything is just no. Sometimes you do as give somebody a high five because at that time it's like power surging power. Give someone a high five. You see, now you are doing it with understanding. It is possible for you to receive something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It would be stupid for you or for me to sit down here and say that my, my phone battery is low. So I am going to a customer to go and connect to the customer down. What do I do? I look for the nearest socket. So my life, let me tell you, my life has been a very easy ride. When I see somebody with a grace and I want that grace, I'm not I'm not about to go waste my time. Wait for me. Okay. So can I give you some of the tips on collecting something from somebody? You want to know? Law of honor. It's called the law of honor. That's all. It's called the law of honor. Let me tell you something. Never criticize what you want to have one day. Never criticize something that you wish to have one day. You will never get it. What you don't respect, don't expect.
honor. A lot of people don't realize it. Especially when you come to this part, part of the world. Especially Ghana. Ghanaians have this stinking pride. Stinking pride. They don't have anything to do. Please. Former pride, yeah. Meet, I've met a lot of Nigerians. Meet a Nigerian rich man. Meet a Nigerian rich man that has seen another richer man. He will never rob shoulders. He will never rob shoulders. That he has seen someone who's above him. Ah, baba, 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 baba. Let me even put it in, a, in our music industry in Ghana here. The new ones don't even honor those who have been there before. A new kid comes to the block and he wants to battle a, a father. You can never, never have an excellent society. When you don't celebrate excellence, nobody will, will strive to be excellent. When you meet, meet among uh, uh, meet Nigerians, a Nigerian man who see another person is looking for something from, I explained during the midweek service, I said, look for something from this man. Ah, forget it. Chief, chief, this is my chairman. This is my chairman. This is my chairman. A Ghanaian, he doesn't have anything. He sees another person who is, uh, yeah, even my party. Oh, my boy, that. This only can change your life to my boy, that. There's something about spiritual verities that immediately transfer to a man who honors it. The other person doesn't have to give it to you. Once you honor it, it is recognized in the spirit, you can have it. The law of honor. Let me tell you something. There was a woman. Her husband was a man of God. And she needed a baby. Her husband prays for people in the house. And this is a true story. Prays for people in the church. And they receive babies, they receive miracles. But she never received. Because every time she was seeing the, the husband as, oh, this is my husband, this is my husband. They come to church. Husband. Sometimes she can even uh, comment on his preaching. That, you know, today you're preaching, you didn't really mention this scripture. You know, because he's thinking that that's the husband. There's a difference between the man of God. That's not your husband. That's, not, that's your pastor. When he comes with your husband. So one day, while the man was preaching, the woman received the revelation that this is what I've not received. She walked away from there, from the meeting. So the husband thought she had started those things again. The woman went, she went to cook. She went to cook. Said differently that day, the man entered the, the house. Like, we've been married for about 18 years. What is all this uh, tray and all those things? He said, no, no, no. He said, servant of God, I need a miracle. Immediately, the anointing came up for the man of God. Immediately, the anointing came upon the man of God and he prayed for her. She got she, she conceived. What the man was saying, Oh, serve my food. He said, No, servant of God. I need my miracle. There's something about the anointing, okay, that works when you pursue it. Jesus Christ said, He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He said, Come unto me. He means I'll go to you. He said, come on to me. There's something about the anointing and pursuit. If you desire a certain grace, especially when you know that this thing is by grace, this person is having this particular grace, and you want it, honor. You honor it. You don't speak against it. You honor it. Woman of God, 
Maybe you can even be friends. Ah, I could tell you stories. I have a friend like that. He realized that I had a very strong teaching gift and he didn't have it. So, one day, my friend, he's my friend, I went to sleep in his house. I don't know what happened, I went to sleep in his house. He's also a pastor. As I was sleeping, I woke up, the guy prepared me fast and brought it to me. Looks homosexual, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it means? I slept in his house. It's boys, boys. It was bad was there, my bed was there. Boys will wake up in the morning, tell me could do in me or something. Yeah, yeah no, boys, boys will wake up, tell me could do me. I woke up in the morning, tea, bread, egg, and give it to me over there. Ha! What's going on here? He told me so. He told me point blank. He said, Bro, I deserve something from you. Look, I, I ate the, I was hungry. <laughs> I don't know how the king entered the guy. The next time I heard the guy teach, I was shocked. So, I saw going to his house. Before I finish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jacob stole his own. own. <laughs> So, I'm as smart. <laughs> Lift up your hands over heaven. I will end here for today.